0: That's L-T-M-B-I-Y at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. Hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo here back with you again for part number seven of the Millennial Reign series where we're going to be looking at New Jerusalem and the New Earth, Uh, the new heaven, the new earth as uh, the book of Revelation speaks about in Revelation chapter 21 and 22. It's a fascinating look at what's going to be happening after the millennial reign for all of eternity. So join me for part number seven of the millennial reign series, The New Heaven and the New Earth. And hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you once again. And uh, thank you for joining me again for part n- number seven, where we've made it to part number seven of the millennial reign series, and once again, you know, the Millennial Reign series being um, just before, during, and after. And that's where we're getting to now in the aftermath of the Millennial Reign, and that's going to be the new Jerusalem and the new earth. And I, and I can't wait to talk about this. Uh, the last video that we did um, was part number six, which was Gog and Magog and the Great White Throne Judgment, and it's a very sobering thing. But if you are in Christ, if you have been born again, we're going to see the new heaven and new earth here in Revelation chapter number 21. So I ask you to turn in your Bibles, your King James Bibles, to Revelation chapter 21, and we're going to look at the final completion of the, the book, um, the book of Revelation. This is going to be showing what eternity future and throughout all of eternity without end and um this is an exciting thing to talk about so I, I i've been we've we've discussed a lot of sobering things you know Daniel's 70th week uh the end of the the millennial reign where gog and magog and the great white throne judgment but now we are going to see the completion obviously uh number uh, the number 7 is the number of completion uh the number of god you know uh, number 7 has a lot of um imp- significance to it i would say but um um, so we're going to get right into it. So Revelation chapter twenty one. We're going to read. We're going to read most of Revelation chapter twenty one and twenty two just to start out, and uh, we'll hit up a few things here first. And I saw a new heaven. This is verse number one of chapter twenty one of Revelation. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Um, once again, first earth, the first heaven passed away. Uh, this is what the Bible talks about melting in with a fervent heat he, he takes it and just obliterates it he created it and um, there's no, there was no more sea as it says and I John, this is John the Apostle saw the holy city, New Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband and I heard a great voice out of heaven saying behold the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and, they, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. We saw that back in Revelation chapter 20 and verse number 14, where the Bible says the death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. There's no more death after this. The final enemy, death and hell, are destroyed, as I said in Revelation chapter 20 and verse number 14. And this is what it's talking about in Psalms chapter 110, verse 1. So really quickly, I'm going to turn there and just read that just super quick. Psalm 110, verse 1, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. And uh, these, this prophecy has been mentioned several, several times in the Bible. But this is it. This is when the enemy is made the the final enemy is done, made the footstool. And then there's, and then we see here the new earth is still his literal footstool, as they say he's come down for his throne. Um, it, I'm going to turn back to Isaiah chapter 66. All these ver- references will be in the. Um, the description box, but Isaiah chapter 66 and verse number one, where the Bible says, thus saith the Lord, the heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? It's a very great question. <laughs> you can't build a house unto God. And where is the place of my rest? And the Lord said, uh, you know, this this whole thing, thinking that, you know, we can build these monuments and all these, it doesn't, it's foolishness because who can build his, 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 as it says here, the house that ye build unto me. He's created all this. His all belongs to him. And it says here that the throne that's in heaven, the heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. And we see it here in Revelation chapter 21. Another reference, Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 13. Hebrews 10 in verse number 13. The Bible says here, from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. So we see not only is the earth, you know, in the, in the, his footstool and the throne is heaven, as we see in Revelation 21, but death and hell being cast into the lake of fire, the enemies are made his footstool. It's, it's over, it's done. And uh, so I just wanted to bring up those references. So let's continue reading down still in Revelation 21, because this is all good. Um, Verse number five, and he that sat upon the throne said, behold, I make all things new, and he said unto me, write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, it is done. I am alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. You know, we're joint heirs with Christ. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death, as we discussed in the last video. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away into the, in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of the heaven from God. This is new Jerusalem, having the glory of God, and her light was like that unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal, and had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gate twelve angels, and the names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel." On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And on the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city, and the gate thereof, and the wall thereof. And the city lieth foursquare, and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed twelve thousand furlongs. The length and breadth and height of it are are equal." amazingly big. And he measured the wall thereof uh, in 104 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. So, you know, they say a cubit is 18 inches, you know, from the tip of the finger to the elbow. That was the standard version of a cubit is 18 inches. Maybe of a regular man. I always uh, thought, you know, the joke is, you know, Um, how big were Noah and his sons because he said it was based upon a cubit. Um, If they were giants, which I kind of have a thinking and a feeling that they were a lot larger than we are um, on average, uh, that's a pretty big cubit. Regardless of that, it says the cubit though, as it said here, the measure of a man that is of the angel. So it seems like this angel is an actual man. I don't know who it is. Um, It's just something interesting that we can talk about some other time in some other series that gets brought up, but very interesting. It's a big place. That's that's the bottom line. And the building of the wall of it, verse number 18, was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third a chaldoni, the fourth an emerald, the fifth sarnix, the sixth sardius, the seventh Crystallite, chrysolite, and or excuse me, the eighth barrel, the ninth a topaz, the tenth a chrysophorus. I'm sorry if I'm butchering this. Uh, the eleventh a jacinth, the twelfth an amethyst, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold, as it were, transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it, as is said in prophecy. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Now, I want to show you in these next verses here, starting in verse number 24. Let's not forget, so we're inhabiting the bride, which I believe is us, the church, is inhabiting this heaven. As I've talked about all the way through the Millennial Reign series, I don't believe that our inheritance is on this earth. But let's see in this new earth who's still here. Remember I talked about this in Daniel 7, and we'll, we'll briefly talk about that again. But let's read verse 24 through 27. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. The light of what? New Jerusalem. There's nations on the earth. And the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. So there's kings, as it says here, of the earth, which I think they're all inhabitants of the earth, are all kings. They rule and reign as they've been promised in Daniel 7. But they bring their glory and honor into where? There's no temple on the earth anymore. Where do they go? To New Jerusalem, because that's where the Lord God is. As it said earlier, where it said the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb or the temple of it, fascinating stuff, amazing stuff. And the gates of it, verse 25, shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there, meaning it's open 24 hours a day, or whatever the time frame is there. There's no more need of time, obviously. God created time, by the way, so he can obliterate it. That's why it's eternity. And you can go in there anytime you want, but they don't reside there. It's It's amazing. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. Who are these nations? I believe the ones that were still allowed that millennial reign inheritance. Let's keep reading down to verse 27. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Lamb's Book of Life people are residing on this earth. The Lamb's Book of Life people, that I believe is the church, the bride, reside in heaven or New Jerusalem. Now, again, rulers on this new earth, let's look back to Revelation chapter 5 and verse number 10. Excuse me. And it says here in Revelation 5 and verse number 10, and has made us into our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Now, again, I said this was at the Millennial Reign series. But turn back really quickly. Uh, this was during the Millennial Reign. But look quickly back to Daniel chapter 7 and verse number 18. Daniel chapter 7 and verse number 18. Let's see, because remember, he destroys that earth. He makes a new heaven and a new earth. So let's look at what Daniel chapter 7 has to say about this in verse number 18. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom for until the end of the thousand-year reign. No, and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. There's no contradiction in Scripture. They're still going to rule on this earth, in the new earth, because that's their inheritance that they've been promised the saints of the Most High. Remember we had the, uh, I think it was part number four or five, talking about saints, the difference of saints. And also look in verse number 27. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven, singular, shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Who are they serving? Who are they bringing glory and honor into him? The king of kings, the Lord of lords, him, the only potentate, as 1 Timothy 6 talks about. Interesting. Now, let's look at who reigns with him in New Jerusalem. Revelation chapter 22. Let's start in verse number one. And he showed me a pure river, water of life, clear clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Remember, the throne is in New Jerusalem. In the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there a tree of life which bare twelve banner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nation who's coming in there, in and out, the ones that are on the earth, but also us. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. We will see him as he is. I thought, where's that verse at? Is it in First John? Yes, I believe it's in First John. We shall see him as he is. We're going to see God. Well, the Bible says no man has seen him till this point. We will see him face to face and see him as he is. When we open our eyes in either death or we're ca- we're caught up, we which are alive and remain, so forth and so on, but we will see him as he is. As it says here, we shall see his face, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there. Remember it said there's no need of light. It's light there perpetually. Now I think when it talks about no night there speaking of new Jerusalem I do still think of this new earth there will be I guess you would you would consider dusk um, but that's a different discussion for a different day I do believe that there's um, a separation of night and day I, I'm not settled on that because uh, the, you know the light of God lit, lit everything up in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth and you know he said let there be light and there was Without a sun and the moon. But anyways, the point is, is that there's no night there. And they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Who? We do. Church, the bride, here in the New Jerusalem, we and they shall reign forever and ever. So as verse 5 says, I want you to turn over to Romans chapter Eight in verse number seventeen, Romans chapter eight. Because I had a brother ask me this question, he's like, "Well, it says we'll reign, and I believe we will. This is our our inheritance." um, Romans chapter eight in verse number seventeen says, "And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified together." For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Yep, in New Jerusalem. Hmm, turn over to Second Timothy chapter two. Second Timothy chapter two. So this is, <laughs> this should be all coming together for you Biblically, And once again, I, like I said before, if there's some disagreements and, and back and forth, I'm not going to get upset about it. I love to talk about this kind of stuff, but at the end, we'll find out one way or the other for sure. Um, but uh, I think I think we're bringing out some good, pretty decent things here from the Bible, just plainly seeing what it, it says here and it, as you read it. But 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 12 says, If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. Once again, <laughs> we're gonna reign in New Jerusalem. Lastly, my brother in Christ brought up this verse, and I was like, wow, this is uh, this is pretty straightforward. Let's see what the Bible says in first Peter chapter one. First Peter chapter one, and we're gonna read verses one through five. It says, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to the strangers. Strangers. Seems like the Gentile bride to me, but uh, Gentiles, because Peter was a Jew, but and they would call people like that strangers, but it could not be. It may be something else, but whatever. Uh, scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you, and peace be multiplied. Seems like the church to me. Blessed be the God and our and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again in, unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He gave his only begotten Son. We are in him. He is in us. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Here it is. The lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away. There's not a... A destroying of that, and then all of a sudden, a new earth is created, and then that's our inheritance. It says that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. It's going to be revealed. New Jerusalem comes down, just like it was revealed to John as he looked and he saw, taken up to that mile, and he saw, and he's like, wow. And he was, as we read through Revelation 21 and 22. New Jerusalem. We reign with him in New Jerusalem. Not denying what the Bible says, we will rule and reign with him. I just think that those that rule and reign on this earth are going to continue to rule and reign on this earth that they've been promised. As we've talked all the way through these, these uh, seven parts of this Millennial Reign series. At the end of the day, You know, these are things are interesting to look at. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is that you are here in New Jerusalem because time is running out quickly. Jesus Christ, it says in in Romans, he's long-suffering, long-suffering, but judgment is coming. And you don't have to be at that judgment seat uh, where it says the great white throne judgment. You don't have to be at that one. You can be at the judgment seat of Christ. You can have your rewards in heaven incorruptible through Jesus Christ, though. That's the only thing that gets revealed, as we read there in 1 Peter 1. He's the only way. Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And as we see here in Revelation chapter 22, that's what it's all about. So once again, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com, ltmbiy at yahoo.com. Leave a comment. I'd love to talk to you. But um, you can get this settled. These things are written for us to know, that ye may know. Well, can I be good enough? No. It's his righteousness that's revealed. And as we see down through the rest of these things here, Verse number 17, I'll, I'll leave off with this. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him that hear us say, come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He told the woman of the well that he would give her that everlasting water, that water of life, the Holy Spirit, the gift of God. He told the woman at the well that, He still, through his word, saying, Come unto me, all that are thirst. Let him take of the water of life freely. It's a free gift. For I testify, verse 18, unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of of this book, of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city, and from the things that are written in this book. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Thank you for joining me for the uh, Part 7 of the Millennial Reign series. Let me know what you think about the entire thing. Leave a comment. Uh, Make sure you you subscribe to whatever platform you're you're watching this or listening to this on, uh, to the channel here. And I really appreciate you being here. God bless you. Thank you for joining me on Let This Mind Be In You.